0: I'm Ro, the Naturalist, and you're listening to No Initiative Play Quest the Soaring City.
1: there. Oh, nice to see you again. Okay. It's been too long. <laughs> Hi. Hello, uh, We are no initiative. We're starting a new campaign today. We do RP stuff. We are very narrative-focused, and today we are starting a new campaign of quest. Uh, not just quest anything, but quest in a flying city, which makes everything better. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shall I run over the sponsors real quick?
0: Uh, yes. Do you have, um, the list? Otherwise I can do it if yep, you like. Yep,
1: All right. So we are sponsored by Tabletop Loop. You can use code Shieldmon for 15% off your order. And also Heartbeat Dice, the code is CHROMATIC, all caps, for 10% off. It's Chromatic Chimera is also, as a whole, part of the Roll20 Spotlight program. I'd like to thank them for the support. At this point, before we get everything rolling. Let's go on through, introduce ourselves briefly, and say the characters will be playing ever so briefly. We'll get into physical descriptions later. And we can start with... How about
0: Sam? Sure. Uh, hey, everyone. I am Sam. I go by they, them pronouns. I will be playing Ro, the naturalist who uses they, them, or any pronoun is fine. Um, and... Underneath me in it right now is Nunu. So I'll just drop that, I guess. Take it.
2: Yes, I shall take it. Thank you very much. Uh, I am Nuno, he, him, and I'll be playing Zayk Sarkar, he, they. And he is the party's charm blade, a fancy name for spy slash fighter. I'll throw it, uh, never know the side. I think it's actually this one. So, Iza, take it.
3: Hi, I'm Iza, my pronouns are she, her, and I'll be playing Faris, the party's invoker whose pronouns are also she, her, and I'm very excited to play Quest. So over to Megan next, who I think
4: is this way, I hope. Hello, I am Megan. Uh, My pronouns are she, her, and I am going to be playing Lena, who is our party's spy and also uses she, her pronouns, and I'm going to toss it right on up to the good doctor.
5: Ah, hello. I am Robert, Robert Allen, and I shall today be playing the party's doctor, Dr. Falvin Dunor. Uh He often just goes by the doctor or Dr. D, but, you know, he's, he's, he's here to keep everyone alive. But that's, uh, that's, that's me. That's me. I'm done. You know, I mean, maybe if Nat would like to, uh, I hope you're this way. And
1: I am Nat and my pronouns are he, they, and I'm going to be the guide today, which is a lovely little term to me, and I'm going to make all these people look good. Hopefully, TM, we'll find out. I
0: believe in you, Ned.
1: We don't doubt you at all. I believe in all of you and your ability to sparkle and button. So, we're going to start jump straighting in here. Jumping straight in here onto a ship, moving swiftly through the water. As the camera pans up beyond the wooden siding, you see that the sails are, are not, not unfurled, but packed away neatly. Upon this ship is a little boy with mousy hair and brown eyes mopping the deck. As they look around, their eyes drift upwards and you see a sparkle in their eyes and their teeth widens into a smile, and there's a little uh, gap in their teeth, and it's cute. And they take a quick moment, and they glance left and right, and they drop the mop on the floor, running forward to the bow of the ship, and up across the ropes that are leading. There's these two big, strong ropes leading forward from the ship, And as we pan up that we can see that they view and go all the way up to this grand flying city of soaring towers the whose tops are all uh arranged so that the height scales upwards to one grand tower with a beacon light the bottom of the tower uh, cover the bottom of this floating island, covered in ropes and knots, with gondolas and these little flying sh- these little flying ships moving around, in an entire substructure hanging underneath. And this little boy runs up the bow of the ship, balancing, and leaps through these ropes and begins scrambling up towards the city. As we pan up and forward, we zoom up to. A lonesome tower in the busy night of Valerith, the soaring city. Tower 74, as we know. As there is a little singular postman walking up to the tower, and you've got that little blue light of like it's about to be morning, but it's still dark out. And before we meet our residents, I have a few questions to ask our lovely cast. Got it. Scroll up far to find these. Hit us with those <laughs> right. questions. Let's go. All right. Let's go. So, Sam, row. The ground level of most residential towers in Valerath are reserved for commerce. Yours is no different. What does your friendly yet nosy neighbor, Mr. Batinga, sell at the bottom of Tower 74 to make his living?
0: Oh, uh, Mr. Batinga has a bakery and it's like really, really good. He gave me um, my first, oh man, what is it called? A donut. Yeah, I've never had one before and it was so good. It had all of these like crunchy, colorful things on it. And I really, really liked it and it's my favorite.
1: excellent absolutely excellent so as this lone postal worker uh dark of skin kind of spikes side hair kind of hip uh walks up through batinga's bakery uh and up through and he starts to approach the door to the living quarters at the top of tower 74 and he knocks on the door it opens, and we see Robert's character, Doctor Falwyn Donor. Tell me what you look like for a second.
6: Um. Well, I I am uh very tall, about six foot seven or just over two meters. Uh, I wear a plague doctor's mask, which is made out of bone. Uh, I have a very large hat and I wear black robes that are buttoned together.
1: And, um, Robert, the doc- the good doctor has an odd relationship with Tower 74's postal deliverer, Zakar.
3: Tell me about that.
1: Well,
6: it came to my attention at some point that he was uh, very sick when I Then to check on him, I had found he was cast down with an affliction that I was very, very, well, accustomed to. He was dying from the same disease that coursed through my veins. A disease I had staved off, not gotten rid of, but kept at bay. I now, every month, give him an infusion of my blood to keep him alive. For my blood is the only thing that keeps this disease from killing him.
1: Oh. So, Zakhar looks at you in your bone mask and is holding a big fat envelope and he kind of breathes for a second. Looks up at you and says, Just normal mail today. Sorry if it's a bother. Um, I'm supposed to say I can read this to you if you want me to. Um, here. Thank you.
6: Are you feeling all right?
1: Today I'm good. Yeah. Um, you. He's kind of nervous standing there and goes, I just doesn't feel right you do that and I feel like I should give you something I gotta owe you something right
6: you brought me this the surface don't worry about it
1: all right dr Dunor, if that's what you all right um that's important try to get to it today point to the envelope
6: Be well. If you start to feel anything, make sure to come to me.
1: All right. And he closes the door. Oh, well, I guess you would do that. That's kind of weird for the postal work closes your door. Anyway, ignore me. <laughs> um, and viewing up through into a living room, we see Ro. Sam, can you tell us what Ro looks like?
0: Uh um, Ro, I, that's me, I, uh, I'm, um, probably about, uh, 12 or 13 maybe years old. Um, I am pretty, um, short and oh my goodness, Encounter Roleplay is raiding us. Thank you so much, it's so nice to see you. Hi, I'm Ro. Um, I was just talking about what I look like. Um, I've got really, really tan skin, and I wear a big oversized red shirt and a wolf fur cloak that's got like my wolf head on top of it. That's my hood. And I have really bright green eyes. Um, and I'm kind of covered in a lot of dirt.
1: Delightful. Uh, do you have like a companion nearby uh, of, a, of the maybe the furry variety?
0: Yeah, uh, my little sister Tiny is with me. Um, she's, um, a wolf pup maybe, like, oh, I don't know, uh, almost like eight months by now, I guess. Um, you know, she made it through like two whole seasons already. Um, and she came with me because she's my best friend. Excellent. I think we're both eating donuts. don't
1: have chocolate. It's okay. Oh, God. hers don't have chocolate. Whew. Iza. We, uh, for lack of a better description, virus walks into the room, and I'd like you to tell me, as you're now there with the doctor and Row and Tiny. Don't forget about Tiny. Uh, tell me what she looks like.
3: Hi my name is Farris, uh, I'm 23 years old and stand six foot one tall. She is the party's invoker and she has a muscular physique, dark auburn hair that fades to blonde at the tips kind of cut like messily at her shoulders falling in waves and she has warm brown skin that's adorned with these intricate golden tattoos in the shape of like suns and swirls. and. Right now, I imagine she's probably just wearing like her simple sort of tunic and dhoti trousers, but um, still moving with like determined warrior strides as she steps into the room.
1: So, as you're striding the room, we're going to do a little brief flashback because this group was in is all living together because when this revolution happened, you were all in prison together. And the person who released you from prison would be someone who'd be very easy to refer to as the leader of the revolution, Alika Saidu. And she leads by example. When she personally liberated you from Kulvarax's prison, sword in hand, something about you caught her eye. What was so special about you?
3: Honestly, I was pretty out of it when Alika showed up. I hadn't eaten in a while. That um, I remember her looking right into my eyes as she helped me to my feet. And she said that she saw a warrior's spirit in me, beaten and broken, but still there like a flickering ember. And I said that I did indeed used to be a warrior and that my armor and equipment had been taken from me when I was brought here. And it was important that I found it. So she guided me to the armory where I was able to retrieve my now pretty scuffed and slightly rusted golden armor and spear, so I still have that now thanks to her, as well as my freedom.
1: Delightful. We camera up, up out of the top of the tower, looking over just the barest flecks of blue in the morning light and sitting upon the top of the tower in by an opening that once was fit for a weapon of war like a ballista or a catapult but now is fixed with a telescope to view the night sky sitting is lena reagan can you tell us about lena
4: yeah so lena is is on the shorter side she's a little over five feet tall um and very slight um she was slash is a thief so very um she is built to sneak into places unnoticed um she has long um somewhat wavy brown hair and like very strong brows um, and she's wearing like just some simple just like a simple tunic um and then as like the camera pans over um Her right arm, from about five, six inches above the elbow, is in a carved ornate ivory mechanical arm um, because she lost it in an accident. Um, So it's very ornate and fancy looking. It's much more ornate and fancy looking than anything else she has. Like, it looks, frankly, like way too good for how the rest of her looks. But yeah, she's just chilling on top of the roof.
1: And Vlareth is set to arrive in Port Darlos of the Orloth Empire in the morning. Why is that keeping you awake tonight?
4: Oh, so that's not too far from the city that I came from and I went to, um, I had found myself in Port Dalav right after I left my home city because I was tracking somebody that I'm trying to, for lack of putting it softly, kill <laughs> um, and got into trouble in that town and was briefly imprisoned before strategically making my way out of prison and moving on towards Valorith. So. I super don't want to be back in that town again.
1: That's reasonable. That's very reasonable. As you're sitting there, there there's a little glint from the sky. One little sparkle. And that is mirrored in, I believe it was a neck, an amulet, a necklace. A little glint. Yeah. And, um, Nuno, could you tell me how Zeke appears, what that looks like, and then about Zeke?
2: Absolutely, yeah. So as Lina is uh, watching the night sky, uh, curiously, some stars become brighter than others, and actually some of them actually appear out of nowhere, apparently, almost as if this Sphere, this night sky is drawing closer to something else, to some other place, and as these selective stars kind of shine brightly, the necklace glints at the same time, and almost as if materializing behind Lena, step by step, from a mere faint wisp to a specter to a full-bodied person, uh, Zeke appears, and he stands about five um, eleven, uh, quite tall. He stands dressed in um, blackish, dark bluish leather armor, except for his uh, pauldron, which is metallic and has embossed patterns of flame, of blue flame in it. Uh, he presents a uh, brown skin, thick and stern look, and a uh, long hair tied back in a ponytail, tips colored blue as well, the same color as the patterns on the armor and he's wearing um, a mask, a blue mask. And as he stands behind Lena, silently materializing, he pulls the mask down and just says, hello there, little bird. I
4: hate you. Lena just kind of tries not to look startled. And she's like, you'd think I'd be used to it by now. Um, good evening.
2: Well, it's not a an easy thing to get used to, is it?
4: No. I I guess not.
2: Anyway. Let's not be somber about it. Have you occupied my room already? Or can I sleep actually properly tonight?
1: Megan's first land.
0: Oh no, oh yeah, I was like, oh, she's really thinking about it. <laughs>
1: oh and no, Lena... oh no, okay, we're back.
0: <laughs> Am I back?
1: You're back, yes.
4: Apparently, Our... yeah, I think she just, yeah, there's no sense wasting what time we have being sad. So,
2: uh, kind of stops for a second and looks at Lena. Moves his hand forward almost as if trying to fix something in Lena, and then stops midway and recoils his hand. And said, Ah, well, shall we go down then? No point looking at the stars at this time. And starts making his way down the stairs.
4: Lena probably like stays there for like a few moments later before like pushing herself up and going downstairs.
1: The stars are beautiful tonight, fading quickly in the morning light. We are going to cut down to the main living space where Ro and the Doctor and the Faris are already, and Zeke and Lena join swiftly. And there is this great big envelope there. Way bigger than that, Robert. You got you gotta, those are rookie numbers. You gotta bump that shit up. That's all I had.
5: <laughs> so ripped it in half. Uh, yeah, let's see what
1: this is. And I will tear it open. So, after looking at it for a brief moment, you're able to ascertain that this is actually a... A piece of paperwork from the city about officially naming your dwelling. It's just defaulted to a number as of yet, Tower 74. But you get to have this be uh, sent in within the first couple days, but you get to actually choose what the name of the tower is officially. You have some time. Um, oddly, though, there's something extra in there there is a cloth wrapped little bobble of some sort. it's kind of oblong has odd corners it's wrapped in cloth so you can't tell what it is yet but it falls out alongside it and it doesn't seem very city official pick it up i'm
4: gonna oh, oh i was gonna i was gonna try to snatch it <laughs>
1: Uh, I can snatch it uh, I pick it up.
4: Oh, we're not down there yet, are we? Oh.
1: No, no, you're down, down there. there. You can grab it.
4: Okay.
5: You can certainly yeah,
4: grab it. Yeah, you get it. it. Sure, I why fight. not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna start The doctor's just like MVP. slowly
5: reaching for it, like, really slow. He's not yeah. super, but, just so if
1: you take I'll,
4: it. Yeah, I'll grab it. What's this? Just kind of like... I'll start, like, um. unwrapping it. <laughs>
1: as it unwraps uh, and the cloth strands fall away, you are faced with a brooch depicting a magpie. And it looks familiar. Oh. Huh. There is also a neatly folded note.
4: Um, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Like turn back and I'm going to pass the brooch to Zake, because I do not want to have it. And I'm going to unfold the note.
1: Uh, the note? <laughs> oh, this is interesting. Um
4: No, it's not. <laughs> friends,
1: I think I've uncovered something that would be of interest to you. Please, come by my estate and we'll talk about it. Signed, A. A.Frenth good friend, Arvis.
0: That's pretty. What is it?
1: Ro can't read.
0: I cannot. (laughs) But Um, I did see a shiny being passed around. Is the city giving out jewelry as well as
3: houses now?
0: What should Um... we name it? Big tower. It's big. (laughs) Well, we were invited
4: To, like, we were invited to to um Arvis's estate.
0: Oh yay!
2: Alright, yes, I... why? Alright. Mm-hmm. Question was this with the note though? Kinda of holds the brooch in the air. Yes. Kinda of fixes his eyes on, on uh <laughs> Lena. Why?
4: I suppose we'll have to ask him.
2: That's odd, but okay. Yeah. Oh, hello everyone, by the way. I'm back.
4: Oh, i ah. well,
2: here. Well, I should probably get... Uh...
5: I'll be oh, right we back.
3: the bodies, all Just the bodies. Walk
5: back to Zake's room and start <laughs> wheeling somebody out of it.
3: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, I thought
4: we talked about this all right
3: let him do his thing yeah that's oh, by the way when ferris came in like the first thing she did was walk over ruffle rose hair and then she just got like a whole bottle of wine and sat down and started drinking it <laughs> straight from the bottle what <laughs> a good mom uh, yeah
0: i offer my big box of donuts to anybody who wants when they come in there's not that many left
3: <laughs> oh, Faris is also watching so, want to the Then, ah, yeah.
0: You're just you're going
5: to
4: give yourself a stomach ache if you eat that whole box. Well, like, mouth is full. I'm like, why? Why? That's the way bodies work.
3: Why? I'm pretty sure they used to eat raw meat. You know, I think they'll
4: be fine. Oh, it's real good. Oh, uh, you know what? Eat all the donuts you want. It's fine.
2: Come on, Nina, let's be honest. I don't think the wild child will have any problem with digesting donuts.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... I don't even want to imagine the strength of their digestive system. Anyway, um, so we have an invitation. Did it say when, like, does did he say when we were to come over? There was no
1: date or time attached.
4: Is it late now? Or is it like evening? It
1: is almost morning. It's like oh, pre-dawn. So it's like, yesterday. you know, just dawn. Oh, okay. Um,
4: well, it's probably a little early to come calling. But I'd rather not wait too long if it's all the same to anybody else.
2: Yes, I mean, honestly, if it doesn't have a date or a time, then it's just an open invitation,
3: right? Do we need to, like, bring a gift?
0: I've still got more wine left. (laughs) We could stop downstairs for more donuts.
2: Zig kind of looks at at Faris now. (laughs) Oh, goody. I see see some things did not change. Um, How are you doing? Better? I shall take that as a no. (laughs) All right. Well, Well, in that case, maybe... yeah, maybe maybe some uh, fresh air, some going out will do us good. It's been uh, stressful times, just getting used to the new normal. So maybe, yeah, maybe we should go. Pass by the bakery, like Ro says, grab some donuts. Or well, maybe not too many donuts, Ro. Kind of had enough.
0: <laughs> I'll get some cupcakes.
2: Sure. I'll pretend that's not the same. <laughs>
0: are totally different! I
3: just sends <laughs> over to and like, I'll buy you some donuts, don't worry.
1: <laughs> as you all head down, you actually cannot leave Tower 74 without going literally through Mr. Batinga's bakery shop. Unless you want to climb out a window. Um, and as you are passing through... There are things to be said uh,
4: about leaving through windows. <laughs>
1: There are things to be said. Um, and wearing an apron tied in the tied in the back with a cloth over his shoulder, uh, oven mitt on one hand, he is busy at work in the morning, getting ready. The sun might not even be out yet, but Valerith is awake. And as you start passing through, he looks up and goes, "Oh, kind of early, isn't it? What you up to?"
0: Disturbiting guy, I'd like some cupcakes, please.
1: Oh, well, of course, of course, of course. And He uh, literally pulls a tray out of the oven just on time.
0: <gasps> yes, yes,
4: yes, yes, yes. Um, and some donuts as well, if you have any fresh ones. Oh, of course, of course,
1: it's morning. Best time to eat donuts. Bro can tell you. It's true, that's <laughs> what I said! As he's gathering together a chunk of donuts... Um, he looks back over to. so uh, really though, what's, what's on the docket for the day?
2: Well, we're just gonna go around, try and make, uh, and get some bonding going with the group, you see. <laughs> some people have not left the house in quite some time, and their habits are a bit <clears throat> stale. Maybe we should uh, do some team building exercise, you see. Well,
1: just an hour or two, we're gonna set to make dock and port. You know, you can come go see the port. I mean, you know, Valera is big and all, but new things are always good. Variety is the spice of life, and here are your donuts.
0: I haven't seen a port, except for the one that I came from, but I don't know if that one counts. Well,
1: it's not really a port for Valerith. We just kind of hover, over, like, nearby and just take the gondolas down. It's fun, though.
2: <sighs> I
0: liked the gondolas.
2: Zink kind of turns to Lena, um, and, like, in a lower voice, it's not like it's the same city, just the same empire. It should be fine.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine, I'm not worried. You said I was worried, I'm not worried. Sure. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're just going to visit a friend and then probably see the port after we dock. Um. Thank you for the donuts. What friend? Um...
1: I like to know people. Um, um, Arvis. Oh, he's a fun one. So such a wacky person. You know, he's not as scary as he looks. Well, as he acts, he doesn't look that scary.
6: <laughs> it
1: doesn't seem that scary to me.
0: He was really
1: nice. All right. Well, I got your donuts and got your cupcakes. We got some scones coming up. If you want, to wait a few.
4: Uh, Please chat. Oh, I do love a scone.
6: I do love scones yeah. as well. Love...
0: <laughs> um, this we, group we knows what's a... up. <laughs> we, we have a few.
4: We have a few moments. The yeah, just it's
1: bribing thing. you into chatting more with scones. The, the doctor
5: just finds the nearest chair, sits down, and crosses his leg.
4: Megan will never say no to a scone, and neither will Lena. <laughs>
1: Row, like my partner, Row, not Sam's character, Row made scones yesterday and they were delicious.
0: I want scones now, dang. <laughs> scones,
3: please. Faris just takes right. a swig from the bottle of wine she totally brought out of the flat with her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but Tingo will, like, almost without even, like, interrupting his flow of baking in the morning, which he, you know, he juggles conversations and, like, you know, the, a chunk of ovens and selling you things and the whole thing all at once without ever missing a beat. And in that, he just gives you a glass of water without, you know, you didn't see him pour it? Where did that come from? <laughs> just kind of
3: looks I... at it, puts it down on the counter, keeps drinking the wine. <laughs>
4: oh my goodness. Yeah, There's just some pre-sumbrized
5: wine. <laughs> Doctor just looks what? over at Faris and goes, If you're going to drink, drink something better. He just holds out his flask.
3: Oh, yeah, I remember this. She grabs it and takes a swig. Oh, this is a st- there
1: go the day plans.
3: <laughs> <laughs> do you just... How do you keep refilling this all the time? You had this exact same one when we were in prison
6: yeah it is uh it is special it's just it does not run out oh my god it's
3: amazing it's not the best thing i've ever heard of gorgeous <laughs>
6: pretty good very useful for wounds as well
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm as she's still drinking it <laughs> and eventually Both physical and emotional <laughs>
1: All right. Oh. All right, so Batinga finishes his scones, gives you a few, you chat a little bit, and uh, you're... he's out of things to bribe you with to not leave his shop, much to his own chagrin.
4: We assure him we'll see him later this evening when we come home.
1: <laughs> I'll let you climb in the window.
3: <laughs> and Ro will definitely yeah, okay. be buying more of something, so.
1: Oh, I wanted to ask, Ro, did you bring Tiny?
3: (laughs) I
0: was just about to ask. (laughs) Oh, um, you know, I probably would have left Tiny to guard the, the, like, apartment, you know? You don't want to leave the den totally unattended.
1: (laughs) All right, then, then Batinga will give you two dog treats, one for you now and one for Tiny later.
0: Yes! I imagine I've got, like, my arms, like, full of the boxes of, like, stuff that we got to bring, like, later, too. And I just, like, take the, like, like a bone-shaped dog treat and, like, stick it in my mouth. And I'm like, thank you so much, Mr. Matinga! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: my God.
1: You don't hit the streets in the morning light, just starting to spill in. And you can see off the edge of the city, because Tower 24 is kind of near the rim. Uh, to the approaching shoreline and the rising sun, and you think you see people standing on houses to get a better look at the approaching city. It, you know, some people are waving, uh, and then just a moment later, you're hit by blistering winds because you are high in the air and it is windy here.
0: Yep.
4: <laughs> yeah, big <So>, yeah. <laughs> hat. The doctor is flying away. <laughs> <laughs>
6: a little bit windy over here We should uh, yeah. move quickly
4: N- I'm going to put up my heavy arm To try to block some of the wind
3: <laughs> As we go Far a <laughs> <laughs> seems pretty much unfazed by this Pet tracks <laughs> Yeah
1: I don't think you can be phased that far when you're that far gone.
0: I just got my legs head down. She's not like wasted (laughs) yet. Just a little, right? Yeah, I mean, first bottle of the day.
5: And whiskey. First
0: (laughs) bottle. More than an Irish coffee, right? Like.
1: Uh, so i'm not summonizing anything for a while they're walking the streets which is a beautiful tapestry of a lot of people from different places in the world just starting to wake up set up shops get the morning ready uh as you're walking towards closer to the center of the city um is there is a little pattering and this mousy haired brown-eyed boy with a little gap in his tooth runs up to route. Hi. Hi. What? I think you need a bath.
0: I just cleaned like, the other day, and I, like, go to, like, sniff myself and, like, start just giving, like, my arm, like, a lick. Like, no, I think it's okay.
1: Uh, This boy, like, smiles like that's just the coolest thing. But why can't I live like that? And he reaches out his hand and like the, the way the kids do where they're like, I'm
0: Everett. Hi Everett, my name is Ro and these are my friends.
1: Hi. Hi. And he, as he looks up at the towering people uh, compared to his size, he visibly shrinks. Uh,
0: no, they're really, really, really nice. Here, would you like a cupcake or a donut? Um, Ro, the donuts are
4: for our friend.
0: Would you like a cupcake? i will take a cupcake, please. they are really good. I had two. <laughs> and I reach in and I'm
1: pulling out. Takes a cupcake. And Everett just scampers off. Running. Bye. From Bye. Sesame.
0: He was nice. That was nice. Did you know did you know him, bro? No, should I?
4: That no, they just seem odd. Why?
6: This is normal for them.
0: He seems really nice uh, and, like, friendly and stuff. And, I mean, sometimes, I mean, I don't know. People will either come and say, like, hello or ask me things when they see me, or they, like, stay really away.
4: Cause I'm scary! <laughs> yeah, yes, you're, you're yes hilarious. you are. Just like... <laughs> like, you're very scary.
2: Absolutely. Oh,
6: someone you... say before? You're a monster. Ah, fierce. <laughs>
2: yeah, definitely not related to your <clears throat> little friend over there. In a points at Tiny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Tiny's up in the tower. No, tiny's at home Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, guarding.
2: It's points at your little friend that you wear
1: as a. <laughs> 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 right. You're getting close to. Uh, Arvis's estate. Now, Arvis was a butler before the revolution to the Von Cast estate, but the Von Castes were ousted during the revolution and they gave the house to the staff. So, Arvis, who is the butler, and a number of other individuals. And as you were approaching it, it's an estate because it's big, it's a lot of land for Valerith, but really it's a building. It's one wide building. Because, <laughs> you know, Lyril's estate is uh, precious. When you have a finite amount of it, yep. Um. And standing out front is Arvis von Hrinth, uh, who is dressed kind of like me today, with kind of a <laughs> no, little really and. Oh, uh, he's just really fancy. And he has one hand behind his back. He has white gloves on. That I don't have. So uh, pretentious.
5: <laughs>
1: hey, that's our friend up.
4: you're talking about.
1: <laughs> oh, right. You... Hello. I assume you got my message.
4: Yes, good morning.
1: Yes, yes. pleasantries. Good morning. Best to strike the day when it is new.
0: We brought snacks, and I'm gonna scamper over with my boxes and just like lick the one hand that's exposed. Like that I can see that's not behind his back.
1: (laughs) <laughs> with a glove on, he looks. At, <laughs> he smiles. <laughs> Delightful. Why don't we get in out of the wind? And he was going to, just for you to go past him.
4: I say I want to go more. last. Like sure. if he's waiting for all of us to pass, I want to like hit yes.
0: the back. Yeah.
3: Well, Faris will go with Roe.
0: Yeah, I just scamper on in.
5: (laughs) Just saunter on in.
0: Yeah, and
4: like talk out of like the side of my mouth and be like, where did you get that?
1: I'm just looking out for a friend. You're that friend.
4: Wasn't the question I asked you.
1: Look, I was hoping I could keep this that part of it personal between you and me but first i have something i need to ask of the lot of you so please come in make yourself comfortable all right just take a
4: couple steps forward to
1: I, think I said he's sca- less scary than he acts.
4: No, that's fair. I ain't scared of no ex-butler.
1: <laughs> uh, you enter in, and there's a grand foyer, but yeah, there is a dining room table unsurmountably plopped inside as the house has been carved up into living quarters, and this is the dining for the front area. He comes on in says, uh, I appreciate the gifts. Uh gladly indulge myself in oh, just one little sweet and he reaches out and plucks one little donut
3: brought some wine for you too she just like hucks over a bottle of wine for him
1: yeah actually <laughs> the arm vines back comes out and catches it kind of deftly um
3: the finest vintage finest, cheapest vintage.
1: This was bottled on Tuesday.
4: It's the store's 8 dollars bottle of wine.
1: <laughs> and you reaches just kind of in a back pocket and pulls out a um a corkscrew, which he just had on him because he still used to be bottling and just... Of course he did. <laughs> Might as well get in on the AM ale.
3: Mm-hmm. She finishes off her one bottle of wine
1: and just puts that bowl down. You know what's really good?
6: You take a little bit of this and you pour it in. Not a lot. Be pretty good. Oh, yeah.
3: It's a fine cocktail.
1: Uh, he takes a wine glass, which was already on the table, and pours, like, a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> Tiny bit. <laughs> Uh, and you know, it's like a politeness gesture and picks it up to enjoy the morning. So, thank you for responding to my message with such alacrity and haste. Uh, what I have to talk to you about is of some importance. As you may know, um, we're still figuring out a little bit how this city works. We've only had it under our control and turned over from the Baron for a short period of time, relatively speaking. And there's a new development I'm going to have to ask your help for. I'm I'm being horribly vague, I'm so sorry. There's an orb, an Iron Eye, as we've been coming to call it, and it has the ability to help control the movement of this city make it land we're doing this all by brute force right now we have uh, magical engines mounted on it to pilot it like some boat if we can get this orb we can actually tap into the built-in arcane propulsion into the city itself and be much more efficient uh, and that's all good news but unfortunately it has fallen into the hands of an individual i find most detestable Who would be that bad? What oh, bad is such a banal word for it. But yes, they're oh. bad. Okay. Um one of the old lords from past, Darunel. He's seen um industrialist. He wants to take our city and turn it into a production line wield our pa- economic power against the world. I find it quite distasteful. Oh. Yeah, didn't we
3: just oust people like that like a few months ago?
1: Yeah, well, some of them was clinging along.
4: So we just need to go steal this orb?
1: Exactly. Shouldn't
2: be a problem.
4: S- seems easy enough.
2: Absolutely.
1: And, uh... Good ideas. And, uh, Lena, I'm sure you can understand the kind of, uh, compensation I'm offering and convince your friends.
4: Oh, yes, of course. Um, I think we could be amenable to that. Shouldn't be too hard. It's just stealing one thing from one person.
1: Hopefully.
2: No, let's not get ahead of ourselves. It might be stealing something from someone, but it's not just stealing candy from Mr. Batinga, is it? it seems quite complex.
0: Oh, uh, wait, we have to steal from somebody? I don't want to steal. No, Ro, it's not stealing. It's just
4: repossessing something that should have been ours all along.
2: Think about it this we are, way. We are They've, uh, they've stolen much more from everyone else in the city, probably. So we're just taking it back.
4: Yes, if oh. you're taking from bad
0: people and giving it to good people, that's completely alright. And that's yeah. what we're doing. Okay, yeah. Okay. that that makes sense. College. So he stole it, and we're stealing it back for the people he stole it from. Sure. Liberate. Exactly. Yes. Okay.
6: Yes. it is something that should be in the hands of the people who run the city anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Yeah. I most certainly agree.
2: Okay. But, I cannot stress it enough. If he's an industrialist, I assume he has the means to protect it quite well. That means that it will be quite complex to pull this off. Will it not?
4: I haven't met anything I couldn't steal yet, so
2: Yes,. We'll and, be that, fine. and why is that?
4: Because I'm very good at what I do. And? No, I think that's about it.
2: Sure.
3: Stop fishing for compliments, sake. Ugh,
2: oh, that's totally not what I was doing. You finish your bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want another one? Um,
3: <laughs> I wouldn't say no. It
1: was... You yeah. Dollars. Takes the bottle you gave him and pours you a, <laughs> a, a large glass. He needs to make use of it somehow.
4: Um, do you do you have a map or blueprints or? literally anything that can help
1: I know he's tracked it down I'm not I believe that Lord Darvinel has some pull within the underground we start digging into the beneath the surface and we have all these catacombs and caves and complexes Could be one of those <laughs> adorable
0: I mean,
2: are good at digging. So, wait. Uh, this person is not in actual possession of the orb, yeah? Just attempting to acquire it, or...?
1: I believe they do have possession of it. I just believe it's in their <gasps> subterranean loca- uh, locales. Oh, I see. more
4: hmm.
2: Specific.
1: Yeah.
2: Well... I we have
4: stolen anything from underground yet. This will be fun.
2: Fun is one way to putting it.
4: You need to but, enjoy things more Be such a stick uh, in the mud
2: Well at least I can enjoy half the things Can I not? Anyway <sighs>
1: Oh god <laughs> I would offer you Breakfast or something But I imagine you've already attained that goal For the morning
3: Pro has frosting <laughs> all over <laughs> their face <laughs> Didn't you see the cupcakes? He
1: wasn't gonna
5: say it Yeah. <laughs> the doctor has chocolate all over No he doesn't <laughs>
4: all over his mask.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing him like cramming them against the mask. <laughs>
6: oh no, like I'm picturing it holes. opening
0: like a one giant hinge.
6: Yeah.
4: <laughs> and you just like
0: <laughs>
4: somebody has to like softball it in. You just gotta like throw it in.
5: It's actually the creepiest thing in the world.
4: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Love it.
5: It's canon now. It's literally what. Oh
4: God, no! We've (laughs) spoken something quite cursed into reality.
1: (laughs) Into a reality.
4: Yes, the current reality.
1: Um,
2: Zay kind of turns to Lena and asks, "Um, "Is this compensation that he's offering enough? If yes, then we should do it. Up to you."
4: Well, I mean, I don't want to be the one to make decisions for the whole group, but I find it quite sufficient.
2: Is one of your many skills not (laughs) decision-making?
4: No, no, yeah, I'm very good at making decisions. Yes, we are going to do this. This is great.
2: There you go. Does anyone object? Faris?
3: I'm good.
6: Doctor? (laughs) I need no compensation for
2: something. So useful
6: well, to the city.
2: Good. By the way, Doctor, we have to speak about putting patients in my room when I'm not around. Well, later.
6: they needed a place.
4: This is that. Bro, are
0: you in? Yeah, we have to stop the meanie.
4: Yes, we do. We're gonna help the city. You're gonna be a great hero.
0: Okay, well, we don't like it when people take things that aren't theirs. That's not good. You're right.
1: I would just like to express my deepest of gratitudes to all of you. This is going to be of utmost importance.
4: Yes. Of course. Thank Something you for trusting do.
0: us with such an important job. Um, What does this thing look like, though? I don't know what to look for.
1: Oh, it is an orb of wrought black iron, about this big, and the best word I can have to describe it is veiny. Ew. Veiny? Okay. And it was the, the Baron Colrax's design. Everything was gothic and dark. Oh, like <sighs> like... What are you talking about?
2: The doctor is standing right there. Come on.
5: <laughs>
6: I am a little bit offended. Not a lot, what? just a little bit.
2: Have you seen his hands? Could probably be the orb we're looking for.
5: Let's pull Good off point. my gauntlet, just white hands and black veins. Oh, no, does it
0: look like that?
1: Well, it has a similar pronunciation of the veins, but the coloration is all wrong. Frankly.
0: Okay, it's not it, Sake.
1: I... Okay. R-
2: remind me to teach you something about sarcasm and anyway it doesn't matter um <clears throat> God, sure about sarcasm <laughs> <laughs>
4: um is there anything else you, you need of us Arvis or um you could be on our way
1: I have so. the utmost desire that you have a good day can you do that for me
3: sure Certainly of course
1: theory. Have a nice day.
0: You too. We'll talk later. I just sort of push the boxes on the table like further a little bit. We're like, here, you can keep those kind of thing and give his hand another lick and like run off. (laughs) There's icing like all over it.
1: (laughs) Excellent.
3: Tufts
1: of fur, just. <laughs> Juxtaposition. <laughs> There's like dirt on the
0: chair I was sitting in.
1: <laughs> Is We're this just your favorite ben NPC, Robert? He's, he's fighting you for, for edgy. Yes.
5: <laughs> We're going to have mean, an edgelord off. I'm not.
1: I mean, crying. Zake's in there too, but let's be honest, distant third place.
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah.
5: It's like a different
0: flavor <laughs> he's... of edgelord.
2: Yeah, Zeke is yeah. too
0: handsome.
2: <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So you have some vague instructions about stealing something very important from Lord Darunel, in some out of some sort of subterranean structure. Uh, but as you emerge from the previous Vancast estate, it is now proper morning. There's some sunlight beating down, and as you can approach as we can view out off the the side of the city is now properly over Port Darlas. Individuals from the port standing on their buildings, waving to the city up above, and the gondolas begin to descend and traverse passengers back and forth. And... Nunu. One last question for the party to inflict upon the world. There was a bloody day in Valereth last year. Some consider it a day where actions were taken too far. Others believe it stopped short of what needed doing. However you remember it, many lives were lost and its anniversary is approaching. What do we call it? Tell me about it.
2: We call that the Day of Take Back after the revolution only the lords and rich people and influential people that were proven to have been harmful and directly allied to the um was it baron yeah
1: baron right baron colfrax
2: yes colfrax, yes only those people were ousted and um legally destituted of their titles and riches and possessions. Although many others that didn't have any uh, official link to that, but still benefited from the regime, uh, were left unchecked until someone released a list of said people that profited from that corrupt government. And uh, people went out in the streets and demanded satisfaction. And it got uh, intense and started as somewhat a um, yeah, somewhat peaceful, kind of going out the streets and demanding that these people would also be ousted. But it quickly escalated into more than that when uh, people started um, being encountering resistance and forcing themselves upon homes and whatnot. And um, on both sides, with the people that were pre- protecting the influential people also uh, from the side that were uh, trying to demand satisfaction from them. Lives were lost. And uh, yeah, as you said, many people thought this was a good thing because these people should pay and suffer. Um, but others think that that is not the battle that we should be fighting at the moment. And uh, think some people took it too far. But yeah, it was close to one year ago. And one of the people actually I'm going to add as well that uh, was in that list was this person that we are trying to acquire the Iron uh, Eye from. Uh, he wasn't too affected, but he was definitely affected by the day of
1: take back. Hi. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you, Nunu. You're greeted by the proper kiss of the morning sun. And apparently, there's take back season now. Definitely.
4: <laughs> take, back day. Take, <laughs> take back
1: these days. Take day. back these <laughs> uh, uh, There's a moment where you are having an open gambit of what you'd like to what exactly you'd like to approach next to accomplish your goal. And it's a little early for break, otherwise I'd give you break to decide.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, we need to find this bad guy then, right?
3: So we're we just gonna go do this, like,
2: now or... Well, obviously, I would recommend that we reconvene we back in the tower and plan, because we're not just going to go say, out there.
3: Yes, I was going to say, can we talk about this before we go? Off? Also, my yeah. stuff
4: is back there, so yes, absolutely. Do
2: you mean, do, do you mean your wine?
3: My... I mean my spear and my daggers and my armor, but
0: oh, we need those. But you do oh, But
2: also your wine. There we go.
4: <laughs> well, it's definitely not a bad idea to wait a little bit until we're docked proper because you don't. Maybe they will be departing the city to explore the town below, so maybe we can just make our way into their subterranean lair with is, the fewest amount of people occupying it as possible.
6: This is why you are the plan maker. I like this idea.
4: Nina stares in real bad at plans.
3: Yeah, of <laughs> anyone actually...
6: Zake just
2: stares at the camera.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so does anyone know anything about this person that would be useful to us?
2: Oh, not… Exactly, not precisely, but I do know that uh, he's definitely one of the people that benefited from the the old regime. So I feel not one ounce of regret of what we're going to do, honestly. No.
3: Definitely not. How is he still here and alive? That's quite <sighs> well, surprising. cockroaches
4: can survive quite a lot.
2: Especially when they covered their traces quite well, which is the case.
1: And when they're rich.
4: Mm. Oh, those rich cockroaches (laughs) (laughs) I
6: I don't really like the fact that you keep saying that It's very offensive to the cockroaches
4: (laughs) My apologies, Doctor I didn't mean to offend one of nature's most resilient creatures
0: (laughs) I didn't think, though, that, like, all the bad people Were kicked out of the city and stuff after all the fighting That's what I thought
3: Oh, apparently not.
5: Money
4: that's what we're here sense. for. Sometimes when you clean house, you miss some spots of dirt, and you have to go back through again and clean up what you missed.
0: Oh yeah, that's this... what you said before dinner yesterday. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, it's just like that, but a little more. It's no, no, like no. It's just wipe it's my just hands like, on my it's just like dinner
0: cloak. <laughs> Now they're just covered in frosting and fur. <laughs> well, we're going to need to do
4: some washing later, but that's future us's problem. But let's go back to the tower. Okay. Barris can get her belongings.
1: As you walk back towards tower 74, there is a rush of commotion. Uh, heading downward they actually head off to the sides and around the back or through a few of the arcane lifts to get to the bottom where the hangs are to board the gondolas and go down to the city and there is a much lighter current upwards the opposite direction of people who have already boarded Valerith and are coming to see what this literal new city that's now adjacent to my city is like uh, there is a line out the door at Batinga's bakery. Uh, so he barely notices you, but definitely still notices you come back in waves.
0: I wave. Yes, he does. That's <laughs> oh, a good thing we got all those things earlier. Mm. Yep. Yeah. There are so many people here. Is this like oh, the man. first sort of port that we've pulled into, I guess, actually, since we've gotten out of jail?
1: Sure, that'll make me explaining things more natural. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: well and us getting used to them so there you go Mm -hmm. there's so many people
3: they've opened the city up to tourists fantastic
0: great now all of our
4: restaurants are going to be crowded and
3: (laughs) (laughs) they'll start selling little like figurines of the flying city in tacky little shops on street corners i visited
1: valorant and all i got was this cookie. Uh, as you pass, it, you'll get uh, a sugar cookies with the name of the city iced on them. Yeah, yes. <laughs> they're like twice we're- as expensive as the normal sugar cookies. Of
4: course. Now we're turning into like bitter townies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as you get back to the tower into your main living space, there is the paperwork on the table again to name the tower. Uh, but uh, and Tiny is very much excited puppy running up and barking and saying hi as you come in.
0: I give Tiny the treat that Mr. Batinga gave me earlier for her. Scarfs her,
1: she scarfs it down in one bite, just yeah. good girl. That isn't good for sh- digestion.
4: That should be chewed. Nope, not worrying about either of their digestions anymore. <laughs> they are both fine. Should be fine.
3: <laughs> Barris
6: Tiny, a big old pat
3: on the head, scratches her ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best one oh. here, Tiny. That's probably true. <laughs> Tiny's the best of us.
2: Mm, yes.
4: <laughs> Tiny is the least damaged. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
3: What is Tiny's tragic backstory? Oh no!
0: (laughs) Oh Ah! no!
1: (laughs) You can't ruin (laughs) the purity.
0: (laughs) No, there always needs to be one. (laughs) It's okay. It's all tied into (laughs) Rose. Oh no! Oh, Oh, Ferris, you need help with your armor. Uh,
3: Well, I can get into it myself, but. Okay. She like, trudges off to her room and comes back a few minutes later I guess wearing like the same underclothes she was wearing before but now with this like long chain shirt which has uh, golden pieces of armor like attached to it all like bright golden with darker yellow kind of insignias of like suns and rays and waves and that kind of stuff similar to her tattoos but the armor is, like, scratched and scuffed up and rusted and stuff now. She's carrying a big spear that also has, like, big spikes and sun emblazoned on it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, two like curved daggers, excellent. like, in her, in her belt. Actually, yeah.
4: <laughs> you know what? I think Lena's going to also run to her room and gear up. Um... I don't need to put on armor but I'm gonna put on my dope cloak and I'm going to stick daggers places that cannot be seen so like in my boots and I've got one in <laughs> my dope mechanical arm because um, concealable weapons are the way to go for this girl so I'm just gonna tie her hair back and like walk in and just kind of like be like flexing her um, hand of it, just to make sure that like everything is oiled well enough I'm like alright so we need a plan
1: huh.
0: what do we I
4: need do to do
1: it's in the dark version of planning
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh so yeah that is you Should can jump
4: in the net appears <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah, jump and then the net appears, but before you do it, you need to gather, uh, you can gather information with rolls or by just logic, I'm going to do this, that probably didn't require a roll, this is what you find, Um, and once you have a very, very basic, like, where, how do we, how are we getting in, then we jump straight into it. Cool. Hmm. So right now you lack most information, what would you like to try to gather?
4: um i want to figure out so we know that it's likely underground um i would like to try to figure out um like is it like beneath a tower or a house or is there just like is this just like like go into the sewers ninja turtle style and there's a bunch of stuff under there <laughs> yeah, like, trying to figure out, like, our means of entry. Um,
1: Alright, so basic information you can film. gather without a roll is that uh, Lord Darno is uh, basically was city works. You know, literally managed mm-hmm. the sewers and the infrastructure of the stonework underground. Now, you can roll to learn a little bit more.
4: I would love to do that. D d20 in this game. I've yeah at once, I, I think i'm gonna go
6: with this d20 oh it's the role of the game oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh.
4: maybe i shouldn't think my thought because this this d20 did me real dirty during <laughs> run but we'll see what happens
1: <laughs> everyone lend you. her your power
4: that is a 16. Okay.
1: Ooh. that is a full success
4: huzzah hey
1: so you are able how to
4: get into houses.
1: What? Adobe, stop <laughs> this... telling me something went wrong. Was...
0: Shut up.
5: <laughs> Damn it,
1: Adobe.
4: <laughs> Be gone.
1: No, shut up. Um, so you are able to ascertain uh, that this thing was found in a sealed catacomb from uh, beforehand, maybe as like a failsafe or a backup in case things went wrong. Uh, but has since been transported into the main Lord Darunel... Uh, well, it used to be... See, they actually got ousted from their estate, and now have to live in uh, a tower. Actually, it's not too far off from me. Oh, it's just Tower 84. They haven't. None of the towers are named yet. Next week, they'll all be named, so you'll have no idea where anything is. But this week, they're numbered.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, except those schmucks who exactly. didn't get the paperwork in in time. Um, <laughs> and you believe that they... And they live up at the tower because most of the ground level is commerce so either he's got some sort of special arrangement to get below it or it's up in the living quarters
4: that's convenient i'm much better at up than down um so first the easiest course of action would be to well break into his living quarters I say that as if it's easy. It's probably not, but I
2: mean. Doesn't sound very wise.
4: But I mean.
2: Especially if we're not sure that the item's there. But honestly, moving something so important means that probably someone saw something. I assume there would have been at least some security with it if it's that valuable.
1: This reminds me, I forgot to ask Megan. Tell me how you got that information.
4: <laughs> how did I get that information?
1: Um, you have an elaborate network of spies throughout the city. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, you know, I... Because it's funny. I think that I just like went down to see Mr. Batinga. Because he, like, gets a lot of traffic and just asks. Yeah, I like be like, hey, like, what's, be like, is anybody, like, cool live nearby? Like, what's, be like, we just, we only just got here. We missed a lot of the stuff. Like, be like, oh, I came down for a scone and a chat. What can you tell me about he things? He talks about this
1: Euro place down the road. And there's, like, this yep. lord who got ousted in Tower 86. Yeah. And, you know, like, oh. uh, across that way. There's, like, you know, a place we you can get graphic tees with the name of the city on it. <laughs>
4: Ooh, okay. And this lord that got
3: ousted. <laughs> What's his deal? Yeah.
1: And then you sort of yeah. chatting through and got that yeah. information. Apparently, had like some sneaky thing moved through in the middle of the night, but he was up early to bake stuff, so we saw it.
4: That's right. Like, yeah, you always go to like the people who's got their feet on the ground, they see everything. Mina doesn't Naturally. have many friends, so she wouldn't have a
1: network of spies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're your
0: network of spies yeah. is just the baker neighbor. It's downstairs.
1: just the baker, <laughs> yeah, just Mr. Patenga.
0: Yeah, she's,
4: she's not. <laughs> He's <my> great <laughs> with a lot of people, Aww. unless she's stealing things from them.
2: <laughs> also, not great in the eyes of
1: sad people. Okay.
4: <laughs> That's you stole Patenga's
1: heart. Oh,
4: oh, not giving it back. No, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> chokes on him. It's mine now.
6: Hey, what are you doing with that heart?
4: <laughs> you have so many in your room. I get one. <laughs> Just
5: <laughs> no. Put it in a jar.
4: What do you have? A heart? Right. No. No.
1: <laughs> There's some basic information. <laughs> yep. Uh, and you actually have enough that you could jump into the the, the heist now. You could be like the window and go, or you could try to gather a little more information. Well, it's up to you at this juncture. I think, uh... So we
4: know what kind of business is at the bottom level of Tower 84?
1: Oh, um, 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 Robert, tell me. <laughs> you're you're new Yeah,
5: so, uh, t- uh, at the bottom of the tower, um, the business is actually uh, you know, Forrest is going to be really happy about this. A winery? <laughs> they, they, you know, they sell wine.
2: Sure. Sure.
5: She so was actually Edward, there yesterday.
1: She's the like, it's already four?
0: Yeah.
1: she got, a punch
0: card. <laughs> it's where
3: she came back from when she came into the flat earlier. <laughs> The wine they gave to Everest was literally broken. Yeah, it,
5: It's actually half winery, <laughs> half kinkos.
3: Yeah, it is. You can, you can also well, get packaging and send
4: mail.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: So, I assume that if they were to move any important item, they would have to use the vehicles that are already uh, in place in the infrastructure. So I assume the winery would have been the f- f- cover-up if they moved it through the tower. We could just go there and try and see if we can pressure someone into talking about something they've seen or oh, learned about.
4: Like a, that sounds like a you job.
2: It does, yes, but perhaps we could all go, and if I do acquire some information, then we're already there and we can act on it. How does that sound? Mm-hmm.
3: I've got my tricks in that realm as well. Sounds like mm-hmm. a good idea. Perfect. Perfect, yes. Sounds and good.
4: i'll just do a little bit of um just like some mild reconnaissance Reclimbability of walls and such
2: sounds
1: <laughs> sounds great <laughs> wonderful um why don't we take this opportunity as we're embarking on our first team mission somebody out there
0: team mission.
5: please I- team
4: mission. Don't, I will before what, we don't leave the tower suspicious.
5: Yes. Um, <laughs> the doctor's gonna uh, go into one of the locked cabinets in the uh, main um, room and he's going to uh, unlock it and pull out a little pouch that appears to have um, some kind of red and kind of like purplish almost potpourri inside and reach inside his mask pull out one that's more yellow and put that one in. It's just—it's just, it's just his uh, strawberry lilac potpourri. As a plague doctor, he keeps potpourri in his mask.
1: Switching his potpourri—that's nice. under lock and key, apparently. Well, yes. it's yeah. because
5: yeah. it's because of whose mouth it's near. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that tracks, actually.
0: You've been listening to No Initiative Play Quest the Soaring City. Quest the Soaring City is an actual play production by No Initiative, hosted live on Twitch by Chromatic Chimera on Mondays at 6.30pm Eastern. Our game is guided by Nat or at Crime on Twitter. Dr. Falwyn the Doctor is played by Robert Allen or at Voices of Robert on Twitter. Ferris Munir the Invoker is played by Iza or at Evil Clever Dog on Twitter and YouTube. Lena Elliot the Spy is played by Megan Cross or at at Megan STW on Twitter. Row the naturalist is played by Samwise Gamgee or at the Samwisest on Twitter. Zake Sarkar the Charmblade is played by Nunu or at JNunuTex on Twitter. The Soaring City uses the Quest system published by the Adventure Guild. If you want to try playing the Quest RPG with your own pack, go to Adventure.Game/Store and use code NoInitiative, one word, all caps, for 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Twitter at NoInitiativeTV for updates, art, and memes. The Soaring City theme song is by Ryan, aka Sim, or at The Simulacry on Twitter. All other music used is by Adrian Von Ziegler. Podcast editing is by Samwise GameGee. Thank you to Chromatic Chimera for hosting our live actual play shows on their Twitch. Check back next Wednesday for another adventure in Valerith with Quest The Soaring City.